Welcome to Take Another Five, your weekly podcast on a bit of this and a bit of that. Hosted by Donna J. Jodhan. Greetings and welcome to Take Another Five, my, our weekly podcast, and my name is Donna Jill Jodhan. I'd like to thank those of you who have taken the time to send in feedback to us. It's very important that we do receive this feedback because it's the only way that we could produce for you things that you like to hear. I live in Toronto, Canada, and I'm an author, blogger, editor, entrepreneur, and law student. I produce weekly podcasts called Take Another Five, and I do my best to produce things that you like to hear and things that you would like me to include in my podcasts. So, for this week, we're going to start by telling you what to expect in our five specific segments. The first one is called Kitchen Corner. The second one is called Take Another Five with Technology. The third is called The Five Minutes Mystery. The fourth is called In the End Zone with the Entrepreneur. And the fifth is called Staying Ahead of Bullies and Scams. So, without much more ado, let's get down to business. But you know what? I wanted to ask you this question. What is your favorite season of the year? Is it springtime when the birds are out singing their little hearts for you with voices as pure as angels or as fresh as a breeze in a bottle? Or is it summertime when everything is so nice and warm and the children can play outside and laugh and sing to the tops of their voices? Or is it fall, those wonderful colors of fall, all different shades of oranges, reds, and yellows? Or is it winter when you can go out there and do all kinds of things like ice skate, cross-country ski, downhill ski, snowshoe, things like that? Let us know what your favorite season is. I'll tell you what mine is. I think mine, I have two, spring and winter. I like fall as well. I'm not too keen on summer, believe it or not. It's a bit too hot here in Toronto. And it's a bit too humid for my liking. But hey, I like each season as they come along. All right then. It's time to get down to the kitchen corner. And I'll see you on the other side. Welcome to my kitchen corner. Hey, it's Donna Jill Jodhan, and welcome to our kitchen corner. And it's time for us to get cooking. Do you like cooking? Do you find cooking to be a way of relieving the stress and anxiety in your life? Well, I'm hoping that the recipes that I produce for you every week 
are ones that you can use to help you in a time crunch. Yeah, time crunches are so common for us, but you know what? You can do it, and we can do it together. So, for the first recipe for this week, we've chosen for you from the breakfast and bread bonanza category, Anytime Cheesy Biscuits. <coughs> so, <coughs> you would need two cups of biscuit baking mix, one and a half cups of shredded cheddar cheese, two thirds cup of milk, one quarter cup of butter melted, one quarter teaspoon of garlic powder, and now you mix together the baking mix, the cheese, the milk, until it is soft or until a soft dough forms. Okay, so you mix these together until, until a soft dough forms. Beat vigor vigorously for 30 seconds. Drop by rounded tablespoons, tablespoonful into an ungreased baking sheet. Bake at 450 degrees for 8 to 10 minutes or until golden. Whisk together butter and garlic powder and spread over the warm biscuits. Mm, mm, mm. This makes about one and a half dozen biscuits. Hope you enjoy this one. Okay. And if you have any questions about this recipe or the one coming up, please, please, please write to me at info at sterlingcreations.ca and I'd be happy to send you an electronic copy. I-N-F-O at S-T-E-R-L-I-N-G-C-R-E-A-T-I-O-N-S dot C-A. All right, then. Let's go to the second recipe that we've chosen for you this week. And it comes out of the soups category. And it is beef fajita soup. One of, one of my favorites. And I hope it's one of yours, too. All right. One pound of cubed beef stew meat, one 15-ounce can, one 15-ounce can of pinto beans, and you need to rinse and drain it, one 15-ounce can of black beans, rinsed and drained just like the pinto beans, one 14-ounce can of diced tomatoes with roasted garlic. One can, about 14 ounces, of beef broth. One and a half cups of water. One green bell pepper, thinly sliced. One red bell pepper, thinly sliced one onion, also thinly sliced, two teaspoons of ground cumin, 
one teaspoon of seasoned salt and one teaspoon of black pepper. Combine all of these ingredients in a crock pot cover and cook on low for eight hours. Serve topped with sour cream, shredded Monterey Jack or cheddar cheese and chopped olives if desired. This makes eight servings. Doesn't this sound yummy? Yum, yum, yum on a cold day, but why not on a summer's day as well? So give it a try, all right? To learn more about the recipes that we produce for you every week, write to us at info at sterlingcreations.ca. That's I-N-F-O at S-T-E-R-L-I-N-G-C-R-E-A-T-I-O-N-S dot C-A. And we'll be happy to send you electronic copies of these recipes. And before we forget, before I leave this segment, I'd like to thank Mama Peach, one of my good friends who's always sharing her recipes with us. She has a library loaded with all kinds of recipes. And we take these recipes from her very, very in-depth library and bring them to you every week. So enjoy, and we'll be seeing you on the other side in our second segment. Have fun cooking now. Time to take another five with technology. Hello again, it's Donna Jill Jodhan, and welcome to segment two of Take Another Five, our weekly podcast, and uh, we hope you're enjoying listening to it as much as we are enjoying bringing it to you. So for this second segment of Take Another Five, we are going to go into Take Another Five with technology, and for this week, we have some exciting and great little apps to share with you. Now, if you love ping pong or you love playing games on your iDevice, you might like this one. And this one is called the Ping Pong App. So meet the Ping Pong App. And some time ago, I was introduced to this nifty little app that works really well on one's iPhone. I believe that it is the same developer who developed the Blindfold Racer app. All right. This app is free from the App Store and is guaranteed to bring you hours of pure pleasure. The sound is just magnificent. It is easy to use and the voice is very, very clear. I think that for blind persons interested in this type of game, the Blindfold Ping Pong app is an ideal way to play the game of tennis, but you just need to remember to hold on to your iPhone when playing this game. It sure helps to strengthen and improve the hand-ear coordination. 
Mm -hmm. Like I said before, this app is available at the App Store through your iDevice. Now, why not go out there and make friends with this nifty little app? Fun, 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 eh? All right. The second app that we have chosen for you this week is called the Agogo app. It's like a party to which you can invite all of your friends or all your fav and have all your favorite content. You can build your own Go channel and add to it all the things that you most enjoy and all the things you enjoy hearing. You can have news and interview programs from NPR alongside news and interview programs from various TV networks alongside podcasts on anything from cooking to poetry to science alongside your favorite music and comedy and also anything else audio. You can browse areas of interest on the Agogo app, art or books or comedy or technology and immediately add them to your own Go channel or you can browse and just listen for the moment. You can have radio, TV and podcast favorites all piled together in your Go channel. Say Diane Sawyer, 60 Minutes, All Things Considered, and The Daily Show, all gathered together with, say, podcasts from the Poetry Foundation, the BBC, and Apple Viz. When you play your Go Channel content, when you play your Go Channel, the content is constantly refreshed so that if there has been a new, you know, TED Talk or edition of Fresh Air produced since the last time you opened the app, it will be right there waiting for you. Doesn't it sound good? You can listen to music or programs and podcasts about music. You can listen to book reviews or snippets of new books or programs about books and the publishing industry. So you can do a heck of a lot with this. So why not go out there and explore this Agogo app available at the App Store? You would be surprised to see how much fun you can have and enjoy it fully. Now, if you'd like to know more, please do not hesitate to write to me at info at sterlingcreations.ca. That's I-N-F-O at S-T-E-R-L-I-N-G-C-R-E-A-T-I-O-N-S dot C-A. And I'll be more than happy to send you information on this app or anything else that we talk about in our technology segment. Okay, 
So now stay tuned for our third segment, the five-minute mystery moment segment. And uh, I hope you enjoy these apps, and I hope you take time to go to the store and download them. They're both free. All right. See you on the other side. Donna Jill Jodhan and welcome to segment three, the five minutes mystery moment. All right, we hope that everyone's enjoying themselves thus far and it's time for us to recharge on our couches or in our kitchen or anywhere where we can just relax for a few minutes and enjoy a very exciting mystery that you'll be asked to solve the f and give us your response as to who you think did it for the next week. So we've changed things up a little bit. In this segment, we will give you all the information you need in order to solve a mystery. We will summarize this mystery at the end of our podcast, take another five, and then we'll tell you who did it the following week. Okay, then. I'll tell you a little bit about this. I am an author. I'm an audio mystery author. I've been writing audio mysteries since 2010. I write and record my own audio mysteries. And these audio mysteries have been broadcast across the ACB Internet Radio Network and in Toronto at Accessible Media Inc. Um, these mysteries have been broadcast since 2010. And there's also a Christmas, 12 Days of Christmas box set. These are all available at www.donnajodhan.com slash store.html. That's www.donnajodhan.com slash S-T-O-R-E dot H-T-M-L. Okay then, it's time to get down to business. And the name of the mystery for this week is Bad Luck in Leafy Lane. Okay. She was young, beautiful, and very smart. She had lots of friends, but with all of this, someone had wanted her dead. It all came down to jealousy, obsession, and revenge. Why was Carrie Christensen killed? Hmm. Seed of the crime looked something like this. It's a beautiful spring morning as Ryan accompanies a couple to a designated spot in Leafy Lane. Ryan is tense because he already knows what to expect. He received information a few hours ago 
and he has already visited the crime scene, but he did not touch anything. He left his team to preserve and guard the crime scene before calling the couple. The couple is extremely nervous, scared, and the wife is crying softly. The husband does not fail to notice the fragrant scent of flowers wafting through the air as the birds sing on and the trees sway gently in the breeze. Ryan walks quickly along, reciting a silent prayer to himself. Soon enough, he slows his pace and angles toward a dirt path where others are waiting for them. He waits for the couple to catch up and then all three walk down the path. A small group approaches and makes way for them. Ryan stops at a clump of bushes and ev as everyone looks on and looks he slowly starts to part the bushes. His movements are deliberate and steady, and soon he, soon he stops, and after pausing for the briefest of moments, he motions the couple forward. The wife begins to cry more loudly and clutches to her husband's hand. Ryan bends down and finishes moving the bushes away. Then he straightens up and moves aside for the couple to come closer. The couple stares down in horror and the wife gives out a shrill cry before starting to faint. The husband catches her before she falls and he says under his breath, our only child. Ryan cringes because he himself has two teenaged boys. Carrie Christensen has been brutally murdered and her body lies under this clump of bushes. Her half-clad body bears marks of violence. There are deep stab wounds on her chest, stomach and arms. There is a mixture of dry and congealing blood on her chest and stomach. Mercifully, her face has been left untouched. Strangely, her long golden hair has been arranged into a sort of halo. Most presents would agree that Carrie Christensen looked so much like a Madonna. Now Tim and Heather Christensen have to deal with the murder of their only child. The couple identify their daughter from a golden chain and cross that she has worn for many years around her neck. The crime scene team also shows Tim and Heather a backpack that was found a few feet away. They identify it as that of Carrie, 
and the backpack contains her wallet, cell phone, some manuals, a PDA, hairbrush, and makeup. The team also shows the couple the knife that the killer used to kill their daughter. It was found close to Carrie's body and the forensic experts have also found two other objects which they are keeping quiet for the moment. This is the crime scene. Let's go on to the motives. Carrie had recently jilted her boyfriend of over five years. An ice skating competitor had wanted her out of the picture and one of her dad's enemies had put out a kidnapping call on her. A crazed person had also wanted Carrie all for himself. These were the motives. Suspects identified include Stefan, who was very angry after his breakup with Carrie. Mitchell, who had promised his ice skating girlfriend to help destroy Carrie. Bruno, who had been hired to kidnap Carrie. And Andrew, who had been obsessed with Carrie. Those were the four suspects. The cause of death for this young, beautiful student, Carrie Christensen, was that she had bled to death and she had died in great agony. She had also been savagely raped and her body, body was discovered a few hours after her death. Carrie Christensen was the daughter and only child of a rich tycoon. The all-American girl is what she was and she had been determined to make it out on her own without her dad's help. That's very courageous of good old Carrie. She was extremely bright, popular, and getting ready to attend Cambridge in England. This was her final year at university, and she had been recently named as a Rose Scholar. She was also chosen as her class's valedictory, valedictorian. Carrie had recently had a very messy breakup with her boyfriend of five years because they had no longer wanted the same things in life. He had taken the breaking up a lot worse than she had. He was very angry and accused her of having someone else in her life. Carrie had also excelled at ice skating and had recently been chosen for the Olympic team of the United States. One of her competitors was extremely upset and had accused her of getting the Olympic position through her dad. The allegations were untrue. She had been threatened, or Carrie had been threatened, with physical violence.
and she had enlisted the help. Let me go back again. This person had threatened Carrie with physical violence, and she had enlisted the help of her boyfriend and had promised to marry him if he had helped her to get rid of Carrie. The university had warned students not to walk alone in Leafy Lane after 6 p.m. in the evening. Carrie chose to ignore these warnings, and she had often gone there to walk, sit, and think. Her dad had warned her to be careful and had told her about his competitor's threat and a student at the university had offered to keep an eye on Carrie for her dad. But her mom had not known about this. Carrie also knew that someone had had more than just a crush on her. He had been sending her gifts and passionate emails. She did not take it very seriously but her friends were very concerned for her. So this is it for this mystery for this week, and we will give you some revelations at the end of this podcast. So, folks, this is the end of segment three, and again, you can purchase this mystery along with many others at www.donnajohnhan.com slash store.html. In the meantime, folks, let's get moving and we'll move on to segment four and I'll see you on the other side. In the End Zone with the Entrepreneur Hi again, it's Donna Jill Jodhan, and welcome to segment four of Take Another Five in the End Zone with the Entrepreneur. And that's me. Um, we have received a lot of feedback about this particular segment, and people really want to know more about different things and tips and hints that entrepreneurs could use. And we're happy to provide them for you. And we hope that if you have any additional questions, please do not hesitate to write to us at info at sterlingcreations.ca. That's I-N-F-O at sterlingcreations.ca. So for this week, we want to talk about this topic. How important is, to, is it to have a business plan? The majority of business companies work with business plan. It is very important to have a plan if you know or you're having problems understanding where you want to go, how to get there, when to get there, where to get there. It's like a road map. And most people, when they set out on an adventure or a journey, they have a road map in hand, a map that tells them where they're going, when they're going to get there, how they're going to get there, and, and different things like that. So think of a business plan as a roadmap. It does not matter how big or how small your, your entrepreneurial adventure or venture is going to be. 
For an entrepreneur, it is even more important to have a business plan. It helps to not just chart the course for a specific time period. It helps to keep an entrepreneur, and anyone for that matter, on track. It clearly defines required resources. It helps to keep track of resources. It sets, it sets obtainable objectives and goals. And it has built-in checks and balances. So you see how important it is to have a business plan. You should never leave home without a business plan, so to speak. Always have it in your briefcase, your back pocket, your shirt pocket, your purse. It really is important. So, if you would like to know more about business plans and other types of entrepreneurial tips and hints, write to us at info at sterlingcreations.ca. Now, stay tuned for segment five of Take Another Five. We'll see you on the other side. Help us beat the bullies and the scams. Hey, it's me again, Donna Jill Johnhan, and welcome to segment five, our final segment for this week of Take Another Five. I can't believe that we're at the end of our podcast, or almost at the end, but, well, that's how it goes. The clock is always telling us when it's time to have a little wrap-up or when it's time to come to an end. So, welcome to segment five. It's building awareness of bullies and scams. All right. And again, you know, feel free to write to us at info at sterlingcreations.ca and we'd be happy to send you any electronic information on anything that is talked about in this segment, as well as every other segment. Okay. So staying ahead of bullies and scams, this is segment five. And the scam of the week that we'd like to talk about is that it's all about emails telling you that you have just won a huge lotto. Of course you'd be happy if you saw an email like this telling you that you just won a lotto of so many thousands of euros or so many hundreds of thousands of pounds. You're congratulated on winning this huge lot lottery somewhere in Europe. You are told how much the lottery is, but you're also told that you need to collect your prize within a certain time frame. But in order to do this, you need to provide details of your email address. Mm -mm -mm. Simply delete this email. It is a fraud, and if you make the mistake to send any information back with your email address, you're toast, because you know what would happen? These guys will use your email address to then infiltrate your inbox, and the rest will be history. 
you'll have to call your favorite technician to help you get rid of this or you'll have to tell your bank that what you've done because trust me when I tell you these guys are simply going to use the, your email address to gather all kinds of other information on you they'll use it as a you know they'll build a build a file on you and they'll be able to get you to your finances sooner than later all right good -o. so now let's go to building awareness about bullying this is part two of segment five we are living in a world where at times we probably are reckless in our attempts to stay on top and it is no different when it comes to sports and athletes and the sporting world as a whole this being said there is absolutely no excuse whatsoever when an athlete either deliberately or recklessly goes out of their way to injure an opposing player because they feel that it is the best chance for their team to win the big prize. As an armchair coach and an avid Help us beat follower, the follower and the of the Montreal Canadiens hockey team, I am going to add my two small cents worth to this continuing controversy and hope that at the end of the day popular opinion will be on the side of the one being accused of this deed. If the opinion is correct then the player in question needs to find a way to come clean but we all know that this is not going to happen anytime soon. On the other hand, if popular opinion is incorrect, then we owe this young man a huge apology. The question is whether or not he, the young man, deliberately or recklessly injured the Montreal Canadiens goalie in order to put his team in a better position to advance to the Stanley Cup Finals. If he did, then did he do it of his own will or was he pressured into doing it or motivated to do it by someone else? As a strong advocate against bullying, I say here that if his actions were either deliberate or reckless, He's a bully given his previous inclinations towards running down goalies. It would appear that he ha may have had a lot to answer for. Bullying needs to be tackled head on. And I, as I have stated previously, bullies are those who go out of their way to injure, harm, and or shout at others to demand things from others. This is a classic case of bullying. There's no other way to look at it. And the sporting world 
needs to start cleaning up its act. We can also add other recent incidents on the ice. When a player from an opposing team issued verbal threats to, against players on another team, and then there is the incident of what took place with the owner of the Clippers team a little while ago. Add these three incidents together and you have perfect examples of persons who are supposed to be role models to potential and to potential and prospective champs and athletes and they're failing us miserably they definitely are not role models but sadly enough they are big bad bullies and there is no room in our world for these kinds of persons and their behavior let's think about this folks Athletes are supposed to be role models. They're supposed to be those that the kids look up to. They're supposed to be the ones that help to make champs champs or help to create champs. But they're not. They're big, bad bullies. And we need to get rid of these kinds of people. All right, enough said from us this week and if you like you can go to our page www.donnajodhen.com and have a look at our page on bullying now stay tuned for our wrap-up we're coming to the end of this week's podcast take another five and we'll see you on the other side thank you for having taken another five we wish you a fantastic day. Hey, it's Donna Jill Jodhan, and another week is in the books. We are at the end of TakeAnother5.com for another week. But before we leave you, we need to give you some additional information for the mystery Bad Luck in Leafy Lane. All right, let's go back to our mystery and let's give you these revelations. Stefan was exceedingly angry over the breakup. His entire life revolved around Carrie and he had planned his entire future around her. Okay, he wanted her back. He did not want her to go to England. And I think we talked to you about this in our previous, um, when we were talking about the mystery itself. And Mitchell was only interested in hurting Carrie so enough so that she would be out of the Olympics. And his motive was strictly to please his girlfriend. Bruno was sent to kidnap Carrie but there was never any thought of killing her. He was not into killing people. And Andrew was totally obsessed Thank with Thank you Carrie. for having taken another five. One evening, 
few months before the killing, he had happened to overhear Carrie telling her friends about the threats to her life. He had hatched a plan to get closer to Carrie. He had befriended Carrie and soon she had told him everything about the threats. He had offered to be her protector and her dad had agreed. Hmm. Well, it's time for you to go away and think about this and see what you come up with, all right? Now, it's time for our wrap-up. And we have enjoyed bringing this to you as much as we hope that you have enjoyed listening to it. If you'd like to know more about our audio mysteries, please go to www.donnachodhan.com store.html. You can follow us on Twitter at Accessible World or at Author Donna Jodhan. And you could like us on Facebook at Author Donna Jodhan or just Donna Jodhan. We thank you for joining us this week or for tuning in. We wish you a great day, a terrific week. Keep a song in your heart and may the winds be at your back. See you next week and bye for now.